everyone and welcome to the Omega Metroid podcast. My name is Andy Spiteri and as always joined by Dakota Lasky. Uh, Dak, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, Andy. You know, just been uh, hanging out lately, still enjoying the quarantine. I've been uh, playing Valorant lately. I got into the closed beta last week, so I've been enjoying that a lot and playing some Rocket League and yeah, just kind of going through the motions. Every day is becoming a blur. And it's really uh, crazy how the view from my window is exactly the same every single day. So I'm doing good. I was uh, <laughs> I was telling some of the guys on my Zelda podcast uh, a couple months ago. My uh, my townhouse was being renovated, so we had scaffolding around or whatever. And in order to do that, we had a shed in our backyard, and they had to completely dismantle it mm-hmm. to get there. So my backyard right now is literally debris from the shed after the scaffolding is gone. So. The view out my window, it ain't much better, um, unfortunately. Fortunately for us, though, we uh, we hit 100 followers over on Twitter. Woo! Yes. Woo! Let's go. Uh, so first and foremost, thank you to everybody that uh, retweeted. Yes. There were there were a lot of like really diehard fans of ours that that were just like, you guys need to follow these guys. They they produce great content, um, and we saw every one of those retweets. Uh, you know, we we see them all. I read them all. Uh, thank you so much. We hit 100 followers, so um, we're gonna we're gonna give you that bonus show, and it is gonna bonus. drop at some point this week. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe later in the week. I don't wanna I don't wanna give you an exact date, an exact promise, but it is gonna happen. We have tons of questions. By the time that you're listening to this episode, I think that you'll have enough time to uh, to ask us a question over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod. And uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna do our best to answer every question that we get so far, and there have been some really great ones. And if the in fact, if we didn't answer your question, it's probably because we saw it and we're just like, damn, this is gonna be like a whole show. So we're gonna save this one. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for for spreading the word about the Omega Metroid Pod and uh, for helping us achieve our goal of 100 followers. Ask us your questions at Omega Metroid Pod. I can't wait for that. I Q and A episodes are some of the funnest and most just like fluid conversation episodes that uh, that you can do in a podcast. I'm really looking forward to that. Well, I'm just glad people haven't gotten sick of us yet. And I agree that we got a lot of good questions. I'm looking forward to all of them. And you're right. We got a bunch that we're going to do full episodes for. We already talked in, in depth a little bit on some of them. So I, there was a list. and I was like, which one of these are my favorite? I ended up just listing all of them. So we're definitely going to get to all of them. Definitely give us some more questions, though, because we'll a- answer as many questions as we can. So the more the merrier. And I can't wait to get to the one either because I've never done a Q&A uh, podcast show. Like when I did like my Smash Bros podcast like way back in the day, I never actually did like a Q&A. I just was like, hey, you're, you're all listening. I don't really <laughs> and didn't take any questions. Um, so I am looking forward to that because it's nice that we'll have like a, a huge different uh, – diverse plate of, of questions that aren't just like one theme or one necessarily topic which i'm so i'm looking forward to jump around and and get to some topics we haven't covered yet and also some stuff that might be a little controversial and also uh fun to talk about so yeah looking forward to that as well yeah and and like you can ask your silly metroid questions your serious ones hit us with them you know Ridley selfishly questions, please we got some. Uh, yeah, if you got Ridley questions dak probably has like a whole answer a whole show's worth of one answer for you right there absolutely selfishly i love q a questions because we don't have to do anything like we, <laughs> they just our listeners will give us all the work that we need to do and all we need to do is uh, prattle don't off, tell so. them bro they're gonna <laughs> yeah Spoiler sorry me. sorry uh, i mean we there's still a lot of work that we need they to figured do figured it out um yeah whoops uh one one cool thing before uh we get going here the omega metroid pod is now available on spotify Ooh. so if you are uh, a spotify podcast listener and that's your preferred method for listening. You can definitely do that right now. We've linked the uh, Spotify account in the in the show notes on Podbean, so you can make sure that you are subbed over there. And uh, new episodes will be released weekly there, so that's uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, anybody listening to my uh, my Zelda podcast, the Champions Cast, is finally over on Spotify as well. That only took like 105 episodes, but we finally made it, so we're we're there. Omega Metroid is doing a little bit better. We're a little bit ahead of the curve. We only lasted until episode eight, but we finally made it. No, it's All right. cool. I think it's awesome. I'm sorry. I just got to jump in because I, I think it's awesome <laughs> that we're on Spotify. And let us know if you're listening on Spotify. I think it's really cool. So, yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, actually. It is pretty cool to look over and see, like, 
you know the the Omega Metroid logo on on Spotify. It's it's kind of a it reminds me of the first time I ever saw us on iTunes. It's just a cool feeling. So Dak, I have been playing, and we're gonna get into a great episode here, all about two D Metroid. But before we do, okay. I just wanted to talk to you about a game that I've been playing. One of the most underrated Metroidvanias to ever grace a console. Do you know what that is? Uh, Resident Evil Two. Oh yeah, yes. The remake. I so I'm a big Resident Evil fan, but for for whatever reason, I waited to get on board the Resident Evil Two train. Uh, I don't know why, I just kind of did. But I finally picked it up, had some time to kill, and I was like, you know what? I love this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna play it. And man, like, it's it's so good. But the reason that it's so good is just because this is a classic metroidvania game and nobody really ever talks about how the resident evil games are like like really those are metroidvanias like you they have all of the same properties like you get item a that takes you to item b you get item b it lets you progress a little bit further in section c you know you find something in section c which will let you progress further in section a it's like this is vintage metroidvania gameplay so I'm not sure why we never talk about Resident Evil as a, a Metroidvania game. And I'm talking about, like, the early ones, of course. But, man, I'm, I I played it, and uh, I had a really great time with it. It was really, uh, it scratched the itch. And it, and it kind of reminded me that, like, okay, Metroidvania, you know, isn't necessarily a 2D side-scrolling, like, Metroid-ish platformer. It can take on many different shapes, many different sizes. Um, you were kind of saying that you hadn't really played any of the Resident Evils, right? Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing is that I, I am not great when it comes to horror, right? So, like, I like sci-fi horror to a degree. I can deal with Aliens, obviously, Metroid, or, like... But, like, Resident Evil was something that scared me as a kid, so I never... I played, like, the one on N64, I think the first one it was. I played uh, Resident Evil 4 because that was kind of a meme, and, like, I played it with my friends, so it wasn't as scary, and I had the Chainsaw GameCube controller. Um, but yeah, so I'm very, like, I don't really know much at all about Resident Evil, and, but I will say that I've never heard anyone compare Resident Evil to Metroid at all, so, um, uh, yeah, I didn't really expect you to, to, to say Resident Evil. In fact, even though you let me know that that was the game you were going to talk about before we started recording, <laughs> you still brought it up, and I wasn't sure what you were going to say. Um, yeah, because, you know, what really constitutes a Metroidvania game? It seems to you that, like, that, you know, at least in your perspective, which I definitely agree with, a lot of it certainly incorporates that, you know, progression of getting one item that locks you to a new area that gets you another item that gets you more progression and so on and so forth that it seems that game definitely has. Yeah, and it, it's done really well. And, like, you know, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't compare it to Metroid, per se, but, like, I, Metroidvania, I compare... Yeah. Yeah, like the gameplay definitely like you know, you get you get the key on one side of the police station which lets you open up three extra rooms on the other side of the police station which gives you an up- like it's it's just like very well done and very laid out and like I don't know, I was having an epiphany while I was playing this and I was like this is some classic Metroidvania stuff right here and I think that's why I like it so much and I liked it so much back in the day. I agree with you though. I'm playing it with uh I've been playing it on the couch. My fiance's been watching me and she's like you. She like every time a zombie moves <laughs> She just jumps up yeah. and screams at the top of her lungs. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, so I finished two, and I was just like, okay, well, I got I got to get three now. So I picked up Nemesis, and that game is even more intense. But that's another like that's another great Metroidvania game. Um, I can't uh, I can't recommend those enough. If you guys are fans of Metroidvanias and you you know you're down with horror, these are these are great games, and I think that you know people kind of sleep on them, especially in the last couple of years, because like. The last few Resident Evil games have been kind of dicey in terms of quality, like hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this was really good. So that was that was my little spiel. I just wanted to to uh, get that out there and see maybe if anyone else had made that similar uh, Metroidvania Resident Evil connection because I'm having a blast. Well, I definitely want to try the remakes because they look really cool and a lot of fun. And I think now, like I I get a little more you know it's a little more fun when you get scared playing a game now. I've grown up a little bit. That being said, it's still it's still a little scary, a little spooky for me. But I want to try it out, and I've heard a lot of good things about the new Resident Evil remake. Or they've done one or two now. I don't know how two, two now. Yeah, yeah I've, two. I've heard good things about both of them. At least Resident Evil, the, the first one they did. Um, so yeah, I want to check them out, and that's a cool connection you made. I want to let us know if anyone else made that, because like I said, you're the first person that I've actually heard say that. So uh, yeah, it just. 
it struck me while I was playing it, and I thought that it was cool. Um, let's let's talk about some Metroid though. Yes. Um, and I guess first and foremost, we had a lot of really good feedback from our episode last week. Of course, we had Ryan from Metroid Database on, so uh, mm-hmm. we thank him for coming on and lending us his expertise. As uh, as you and I were talking about before the show started, the dude's been around the Metroid scene for forever, so he's probably forgotten more than we know right. about Metroid. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of really good feedback for that. We've kind of been focusing a lot on Metroid Prime 4, and rightfully so, and where we want the series to go, but maybe it's time that we shift our attention over to 2D Metroid, mm-hmm. um, the classic kind of style that uh, that I grew up with, right. uh, for sure, in Metroid and Super Metroid and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, you were kind of talking, you're like, yeah, I want to put together uh, a show about 2D Metroid, because we haven't spent a lot of time about it, and... You know, we, we ended up asking ourselves some really interesting questions, which we're going to kind of debate and share with you guys. So we want everybody listening to, to let us know, too. But I think that, like, at the core of our discussion was, like, how do, like, how does a 2D Metroid evolve or, like, stay relevant? Or just how does, how does a 2D Metroid in 2020 look and feel? So that's kind of going to be what we're getting to here. Um, and so I guess let's just dive right in. That what's uh deck i don't know if you had any time to, to kind of you know put pen to paper or think about this but like you know we we kind of talked about what new features gameplay additions uh that we would want in like a 2d metroid to, to kind of bring it up to speed with some of its other uh modern contemporaries is there anything that you can think of that like basically would just help 2d metroid um evolve well, when I originally thought about this, you know, I'm thinking obviously the last 2D Metroid we got was Samus Returns and thinking, you know, is that a good direction for 2D Metroid? And I thought it was. I think a lot of things that Samus Returns did was really good and I want to see in further Metroid games. Like, you know, how the game looks. I think the game is, looks really good on the 3DS. I think a, a kind of game like that would look really good on the Switch. Probably look even better. And I think some of the new upgrades they've kind of made to the gameplay, they haven't made like exploration, like that same kind of shoot every pixel in the wall kind of affair that we all have kind of love or hate at times. But I, I kind of like how they've given a little more advancement to what like Samus can do as an individual outside of just like beams and uh, suit upgrades. So, you know, things like that were kind of like, piquing my interest like what exactly did like samus returns do right like maybe what was it missing and what could i you know look for more and i definitely think at least from the 2d perspective that it really needs to i know i'm not i've never been like a graphics over gameplay kind of person right you know and and i think the majority of people agree it's obviously mostly about gameplay when you play video games but i really do think what's very important for like the next 2D Metroid, if it's on the Switch, it has to really look gorgeous. And I really hope they continue with that like 2.5D kind of perspective they did with Samus Returns. But I also want them to keep that kind of cinematic, like not super crazy cinematic, but I like what Samus Returns where it was, it was a modest amount of cinematics they added, like with the melee counter, with like some of the fights, like with the Ridley fight. We can talk about like the Ridley fight, right? Like, because it's been out for a while, but like, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, okay, spoilers, but um. You know, the stuff like that where I feel like the the perspective needs to change often. I, one thing that I liked about when, when Other M came out, and I hate to give this game praise, but it, the perspective <laughs> this perspective would change often, which gave the, gave the game a kind of a very dynamic uh, feel. When you go back to, like, older 2D Metroids, one of the things that it doesn't they don't have because of, you know, the time period they came out in, uh, they aren't a very dynamic visual experience a lot of the time. Like they are obviously they can be very complex and 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 uh, in that kind of way. But in terms of like perspective, you're looking at the pers- same perspective all the time. Um, I like mm-hmm. that in the in newer games we're getting like shifts in perspective to ch- give you more information to make things a little more exciting, more actiony, um, more dramatic. I really would love to see more of that. So I, I, I think Samus Returns did that really well. And I know, like, I would like to talk about eventually, like, the melee counter, for example. Does that have a place in Metroid? I liked that, that they added and kept that kind of thing from Other M. Like, it had the, the finishing move kind of feel. Um, because that's the kind of character that Samus at least is to me. Like, she's, like, not just going to shoot you down. She'll, you know, beat the hell out of you, right? Like, she's an absolute badass. So I think she should have that kind of close quarters um, proficiency outside of just like bombs, for example, or something like that. 
um, to keep things a little more physical too. So I, I like the, the, the dynamic kind of uh, way that Samus Returns approached Metroid and didn't just do a safe... It, it was kind of safe in a lot of ways, but in a, mm-hmm. a lot of ways it wasn't because it, it didn't just do like a flat kind of 2D thing. It took from like... Um, like the newer Rayman games, for example, I feel like feel real, even though that, those were 2D, right? Um, those felt so dynamic. They did like a real 2D Metroid like that. It'd be really cool. Um, but then again, the perspective didn't really change on those games either. Um, I really like that Metroid, at least Metroid games could really, even if they're going to stay a 2D perspective for the most part, the shifts in perspective to kind of make the visual experience a little more na- dynamic was cool for me. And Samus Returns, I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, I agree. It's actually, it, you brought up a point, and it's funny that you said that, because I, I was going to bring it up, and I had written it down, and I kind of thought that it was maybe a, um, you know, a, kind of a passe point, but since you said it, I feel like maybe it has some weight now. I, I agree with you. I'm not, like, a graphics guy, but I wrote down, like, if they're, the next 2D Metroid has to look pristine. Like, it has to just be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be graphically on par with, you know, on par with the best looking switch games um and and kind of a game that came to my mind when i was thinking about this was actually retro studios working on donkey kong yeah and uh donkey kong country tropical freeze in particular Mm -hmm. because that is a gorgeous 2d platformer game and i was like you you need the same level of care given to metroid i think you need to bring out all the bells and whistles for it you need to bring out like voice acting you need to bring out just yeah, 100%. dynamic graphics. You need to, you just you need to make it look like a million bucks, and I think that that's a, a big way that uh, this game can stick out. I don't know, like I was kind of thinking, and I was just like, okay, well, like obviously, you know, two D Metroid, um, its latest evolution was Samus Returns, and I agree with you. I love Samus Returns. Um, I think that both, I think both Samus Returns and uh, AM Two R are like. You know, I think they're both awesome. They both have their merits, but in mm-hmm. terms of like the style of Metroid, I think I like Samus Returns a little bit more, just because it's like it looks like more of an evolution. Whereas like uh, AM2R is just really, it's like really a nostalgia dive. Yeah, and I, I think it's time for Metroid to move on past that. But then I, I like, and so I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, like you know, obviously, I think anybody playing 2D Metroid is probably a fan of that classic 2d gameplay that is that has been around since you know super metroid or whatever so i don't know how much we would actually want to really tinker around with and change but i i do i do think that you know there is room to definitely evolve you brought up um the melee counters i think that they should go even further with that actually i really think that those are great and uh in samus returns yeah um and like you could uh i don't know like maybe depending on like which kind of uh, enemy you're fighting, you could maybe even have like some of those uh, action time sequences, kind of kind of like Resident Evil Four ish, actually speaking of, where like maybe you're fighting a Metroid or something like that. He's got you in an attack, and if you if you can nail the action time sequences, you can get out or something like that. I, I don't know something something to like show and make it seem like it's more of like this drag down brawl than like than just like peppering people with missiles. I definitely mm-hmm. think that that has its place, it's, like particularly. In, particularly in Ridley fights. I love that. Like those are just like, there's not usually like a ton of strategy. It's mostly just like the shoot 'em up brawl between you and Ridley, mm-hmm. which I really love. But yeah, I, I do think that um, I would like to see more melee counters and like kind of like unorthodox stuff like that. Like maybe you could do something different with bombs. Like maybe you can use them for something other than just like blowing up spots and walls or something. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of room to, to play with that. One thing that, uh, and Samus Returns did this, but one thing that I think is just, like, absolutely, you know, needs to happen in the next 2D Metroid would be, like, they really have to have a good, like, transport system, like, a, a good way to get you from point A to point B without having to travel across the map. I, myself, mm-hmm. like having to go and get lost in the world and stuff like that, but, you know, there is, for the modern player, I, I just don't, I think you have to have a good infrastructure of, like, quick travel, because I think that's what the modern player expects. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause on one hand, I feel like it's, it does. It's like it's kind of like a shortcut. It's like yeah, like people don't want to have to go all the way back, but like that's kind of part of the game, like the backtracking and having to go back mm-hmm. and 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 that's how you find those things you might not have been able to access previously. Cause you go back and we're like, oh yeah, I remember this. I can go and and take care of this now. I have the super missile. I have this or that, whatever. 
um, I think it kind of loses that because it also like it loses that kind of like feel of isolation. I think too, where you're like, oh yeah, I could just easily get over to this other place, no, no danger at all, because I'm just gonna warp right over there, no big deal. Whereas like if I need to in another game get to a really far part of the map and I don't have so much health or whatever, I know I, it's gonna be a little bit of a trek, a little bit of a challenge to get through because I have a lot of enemies, because so a lot of distance. Um, on the other hand. I guess if people want that and, you know, the game's being made for the consumer and today's consumer wants fast travel, I mean, okay. I don't know. Personally, I don't think it necessarily needs to be in the game. I don't know if anyone's going to all of a sudden start buying Metroid because there's fast travel in it. Um, and I don't see how it really makes the game more fun because I feel like it kind of feels a little cheap if I can just fast. If there's, like, if there's a, 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 a couple, like, one or two, like, specific, like, teleporters, for the, like, that makes sense in the game or the story or whatever, in a situation I can jump over to one part of the map or the other, that's fine. But, like, just to have that as a feature overall that's, like, accessible in general, I don't know if I would want that. I mean, like, I don't know if I would want that necessarily either, mm. but I think you have to have it. You think? Is, is I don't basically know. what I'm like saying. It's, you, if you advertise fast travel or someone sees fast travel, you think people would be like, whoa, 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 stop. hold the presses. Oh, okay, but hold on. Hold the presses. We got to play this game now. I can fast travel. You know, is, is so, that a cool feature? You, you, I kind of liken it to like Zelda Breath of the Wild, right? Where like you can fast travel to any tower in that game. There's multiple towers and there's multiple shrines yeah but it doesn't take away from the experience necessarily so like i, I, I just think true. the players have grown to expect that and i think that you need to have that now like on the same hand i think that in order for a new 2d metroid to like because any 2d metroid is going to be on the switch like that's just kind of how it is yeah um i think that if you are releasing a a like full price to full retail price 2d metroid game your map has to be massive like it's got to be huge like um, a game that kind of comes to mind in comparison is hollow knight which is actually kind of like a cool aesthetic actually that maybe metroid could borrow a little bit from because there's some pretty like creepy looking areas in there Mm -hmm. like that has a huge map and i'm thinking like okay like that you've got to make your map really big in order to sell a 2d metroid like you got to tell your players that like you can really get lost in this world um i think that's going to be the big feature for it Samus Returns um, isn't quite the game in that in that sense because like you're really only like you're only progressing downwards. Yeah, you're like you're kind of going side to side, but it's not like this this sprawling, interconnected world mm-hmm. a la Super Metroid or Fusion or anything like that. So I think that's another selling point that you really have to have in order for a two D Metroid to like work. I mean, mm. it's not necessarily an evolution. It's just like I feel like it's just something that you need to. Like, you need to present if you're going to present this modern 2D Metroid. Well, like I, like I said, I'm okay with points of, like, fast travel. And, like, if they were a little, like, if they weren't that common. But I, w- I wouldn't want it to, because I feel like in Breath of the Wild, it's, you could easily fast travel to all the different shrines at any time. I don't know if I would really want that. But, like, if it was a little, if it was limited, I think, because I still think there should be the challenge of going and backtracking. Yeah, if the map's huge, well, map's huge, bro. Mission's long. You got you to gotta do what you got to do, man. Uh, I don't know. That's yeah. at least for me, but I I do think yeah, because the intent behind it is is to streamline the experience, not make it feel as clunky. Um, maybe it will just make Ma- Samus move faster. I think that's one thing that should happen. Is Samus should just be moving her base walk speed should be faster. She should be able to run more before she can like shine spark or you know whatever and completely run uh at full speed. I would like to have her move a little faster. Um. But I think some people might be like, oh, she's moving too fast. You won't be, you'll kind of like move through the game a little more, or maybe it will be less exploration. That, that's kind of where I yeah. would fall on. It's like, I don't know. I'd be, I, I, moving fast is great towards like the latter part of the game. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's just something I was thinking about too. Um, I think that's, it should, I think she should be just not, we're talking about 2D Metroid, but I think that's a thought I have more for a Metroid Prime series. I think she should walk faster in those games. 2D, I don't really mm-hmm. mind it. Um, but speaking of running fast and all of that, one thing I do think would be really cool that they could add to these games um, would be to have, like, a boss rush mode and, like, a, a mission mode almost where, like, sections of the game maybe or, like, sp- certain, like, events could be, like, portioned up that could be, like, specifically ran in, like, a sequence. Um, but more so, I think features like that for speedrunner specifically would be really cool. Um, maybe, like, 
parts of the game you can get like high scores on uh more specifically than just like the whole game or like a boss rush mode you could run through or like certain kind of missions or something i don't know i think just to to offer something in that kind of way uh would be really cool because the gameplay kind of already you know leads to that kind of you know genre of player and i think giving them more features more things to do uh rather than just like play the campaign of the game um would be cool i don't know your thoughts on that um, like, I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be cool as, like, an extra. You know, like, yeah. you know when you click on the menu and, like, there's extras, you could do boss rush mode? That would be cool. Yeah. Actually, here's a, a another thing that I think, like, 2D Metroid should do, and this will probably never happen because Nintendo would obviously be publishing this, mm-hmm. but, like, when you play Axiom Verge, which is a absolutely fantastic um, Super Metroid spiritual sequel, mm-hmm. when you play Axiom Verge, there's a option that it's basically, like, speedrun mode. Mm-hmm. And you can go in and you can, like, do the game as fast as you can. And you can lean into that. I think that, like, like Super Metroid and 2D Metroid in particular has just always been such a hotbed for speedrunning. I'm not a speedrunner myself, but, like, lean into that. Like, you have this this big community that is, um, you know, passionate about it. I think that you should do, like, maybe a new 2D Metroid can, like really just kind of reward the really good players mm-hmm. um i always think that it's cool when like you see speed runs and like people aren't using glitches because like i think a glitch while cool like it's it's kind of like okay well like anybody can do that well uh, probably, uh, uh, i mean uh, I, I probably couldn't do that uh, anybody but, but it, do that. yeah like you know what i mean though like there's a difference i feel like between sequence breaking because you're really skilled and like exploiting a glitch maybe that's i don't know maybe that's not right it probably isn't but like lean into that and like you know, you can have certain sections of the game that, like, if you're a really skilled player and you can sequence break it, then you can post, like, your time or yeah. something like that. Maybe you can do speedrun mode. I think that would be uh, pretty cool to have. And it would definitely augment the uh, the replayability of any 2D Metroid. Absolutely, yeah. I think I 100% agree. Yeah, lean into it more. Those are the type of people that are going to be playing your game as well. Um, and, yeah, it gives it more replayability. And, and I feel like with the 2D Metroids, that is kind of where they do feel a bit limited is you, you play this the, the campaign and, and that's it, really. You might play it again for hard mode, you know, and you play the game because you like it. Mm-hmm. But I really do think, like, extra features, extra content like that, whether it's, you know, boss rush mode, it's super speed run mode, whatever it is, um, I, I think is very important for the 2D Metroid games to have. And I think that is an evolution in and of itself, is having more of that stuff overall, because one thing that Metroid games and I think 2D kind of games, like 2D adventure games overall, do have what they lack is that like lack of extra content and they they kind of just have that that one campaign and that's really it um with a lot of games and then now you're pointing out newer games that are coming out like you said axiom verge it has that speed running mode that's like the evolution those are new kind of games coming out that add to the base core 2d adventure kind of game we've been getting for decades right so i definitely think that's important and i would love to see that kind of stuff for the new metroid yeah just like lots of cool extra stuff exactly um, you know, we've we've kind of kicked around this idea before, and I guess we'll talk about it now. I think that, like, perhaps one thing that a new 2D Metroid, and I think specifically 2D Metroid, although Prime could do this too, it's just they would do it in a different way, is rethink the conventions of how beams work. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you'd, you'd mentioned before about, like, you know, should beams stack, should they be different, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I think that, like, I, in 2D Metroid, I kind of like that the beams stack on top of each other and you can like change your beam but maybe like go even further like you you kind of can almost like customize your beam and i i know we've kind of danced around the subject before but i was kind of thinking and i was like well man maybe now would be a good time to dive into it like if you can like almost rework the way that your beam works like maybe I don't know, maybe you can mix and match like the way that different beams stack to give you different beam properties or stuff yes, like that. Absolutely. Like imagine if you had 10 beams and like if you could stack, let's say three of them at a time. And so you stack them and then they create this different combination and you have like, I don't know, like 60 beam combinations or something like that. I think that could actually be really cool. No, absolutely. I think that should happen for both 2D and 3D Metroid. You should be able, there should be a larger plethora of beams be able to you know stack and switch them and combine them 
for different strategical situations. I've, you know, that's why I like being able to switch between beams because it forces you to, th you know, it's not crazy strategy in Metroid Prime switching between beams or anything. I mean, there's an enemy that literally tells you which, you know, beam to use. <laughs> I am you red. Know? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, red one. I wonder which one I got to use. Um, but there, that's like the, the concept that they, if they really played with it and, and fleshed it out more, could do a lot with. Yeah, they should absolutely, you should absolutely be able to switch around with your beams a little bit. I think the suits should operate the same way as well in both 2D and 3D Metroid. Like, you should be able to customize your suit a little bit, upgrade it in a certain way, mix and match stuff. That's a huge evolution, I think, for Metroid because the collection of items and whatnot is going to always be in the games and that's always going to be a thing and that's really not going to change but if you're able to pick up items that augment your suit in a different way or give you a, a way to look unique and make samus look unique in a way while you're playing it and give a little personality of your own to it um, i think that would really go farther to make it feel more modern because this these days i mean what game can you play at least i can't think of a game i play that doesn't have any kind of customization in i'm playing Valorant right now i can customize my guns i'm playing animal crossing and customize my whole damn island i'm playing rocket league and customize my whole car you know I, i'm playing all these different games even you know in, in in breath of the wild you can customize what you're wearing and all you know mix and match different pieces of, of clothing and armor and whatnot um and, and all that, I think absolutely Metroid should be able to do that and, and really should because there are so many cool things. And we've already seen that happen in, in previous games. Metroid Prime, for example, has like the, the beam missile combos, right? Which isn't like a crazy like mixture or anything. It's not like something you have to think about. But it was, it's cool because like, oh, wow, like it, it was a cool thing. Like, oh, I got this access to a new weapon that like absolutely shreds my missile count. But it's sick for five seconds, you know? <laughs> um I always thought that was really cool, and it gave you access to, to these unique guns that had niche uses. But when you used them, they looked awesome, and they were really strong and powerful. And the amount of ammo they used showed you, like, wow, this just drains a lot. This must really be, you know, pumping it into them, really giving them lead. So, yes, I 100% think that should be in 2D. I think with 2D, in fact, they should go further and really give Samus access to different kinds of weapons almost, I think. I would love to see... Not just beams, maybe. Maybe give her, like, uh, maybe, like, different kinds of beams instead of just, like, the standard kind of beam. I don't know. Maybe, like, more, you know, sprays or different kinds of sprays. Maybe, like, a sniper or something like that. Like, to really, uh, I don't know, like, just be, give the uh, the player the means to approach how they get into the game their own way, right? Um, while still being true to the story and the character and all that. Because I really don't think it's out of, like character or anything for any one person in metro to like augment or customize anything right so i don't know i think that'd be really cool yeah i don't know if i'm down with like the like a sniper or something like that well, although I, I do yeah. think that you could be cool like if you if you had certain abilities maybe that were tied to your ship that you could call on yeah that'd be cool um like i an airstrike i think that there's a lot of room for like different kinds of bombs actually like, yes like i was kind of talking earlier like maybe you can have like ice bombs or something like that or an ice power bomb or like a or like a plasma bomb or like something like that like something to mix and match your weaponry with um i like i agree with you in the sense of like i think that being able to create weapons or like having uh, a larger pool of weaponry or weapon combinations is like a really natural evolution mm -hmm. because like really in, in 2d metroid your combat is or traditionally has been fairly simple you have your beams your charge shot your missile mm -hmm. and that's kind of it maybe your screw attack once you get that and beyond that, it's like it's basically just aiming those weapons. But if you can, if you can customize what weaponry you're fighting with, that opens up a lot of different potential to uh, to defeat bosses and maybe different ways or something like that. And uh, you know, might be again kind of cool on that speedrunning front as well. Yeah. Um, I you know, I like, I kind of like the idea of being able to to customize your suit. Like I went back and forth on this because I was like, okay, well. Getting a new suit in Metroid is so important, um, and it like once you get it, it's it's such a big deal. So like I don't know if I'd want to take away from that by designing my suit to be any color. But I mean at the same time, it's like I think that you could probably come up with gameplay to justify that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like 100%. maybe you maybe you're augmenting the the helmet of your suit, and it's like you know this is gonna. Be, decrease damage by 20 percent and by the way your helmet is black or something like that kind of like how breath of the wild does where they have like the different outfits and if you're wearing the entire same outfit you get like a bonus like maybe they have different kind of helmets maybe they have different armor plates different leg plates etc etc 
I think I would be down for that. And I think that 2D Metroid in particular is the place to do that because like, you, you just don't get the same kind of, like you're always going to be looking at Samus in 2D Metroid, yeah. whereas in Metroid Prime, you're only looking at her really in cutscenes yes, um, beyond like the reflection in your visor. So, you know, I went back and forth and I was thinking, I'm like, okay, I actually, I think that you could justify this and I think that it would be cool. Um, shout out, by the way, to Metroid Prime Federation Force for allowing you to customize your suit yeah. in that game. There you go. See, it's already it's 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 not unprecedented or anything. And I do agree that 2D Metroid <laughs> is a good place to do it because you can always see it. I was thinking not even maybe not being able to change the color, right? Because I do think, especially in 2D, like it's important to be able to like distinguish and always know like what you're looking at and like having the color for your suit uh, be consistent. I think at least per upgrade uh, per upgrade is important but yeah maybe able being able to like add like extra armor plating or you know a flashlight or like gills or like warm i don't know heat things that like make sure the suit doesn't freeze up stuff like that to like augment it slightly right and like change it like you can only have like mm-hmm. one or two of those things applied but you might have like 20 options right so like your suit might look a little different than someone else's because you you have three or four different things on that they're not using, but like maybe you can't change the color or something like that. Um, so it's still like, you know, Samus wouldn't be like going around like, all right, well, wait, I picked up the suit, but I want to make it purple real quick. So, you know, cause that, that probably wouldn't happen <laughs> in Metroid, but it would make sense for her to sit down and be like, well, what, how do I actually want my suit to be structured going into this certain fight? At least I would think so. I think a smart person would do that. So I don't know. Uh, I, I do think that, yeah, they shouldn't go like, crazy with it but um i do think there is some room to give a little bit of flexibility in terms of people want to approach like what they're wearing in terms of weapons um yeah maybe not something like i don't know i thought a sniper would be cool because i was thinking like ricochets maybe you could like do something like ricochet and like complete puzzles or like get enemies from like certain angles um i think like not going too far again like not going crazy with different kinds of combinations but at the same time i do think like having a little more variation from your standard beams or wave beam or whatever yeah. it is would be nice to like allow you because like, like you said at the end of the day it really just comes down to like picking whatever beam you have or whatever it is and just you know aiming right and i think if you had stuff with different properties like oh this ricochets or this you know splatters or this does that this does this yeah it would be cool to see how people could could work with that because i'd love to see the creativity of, of players too um, in addition to how, you know, the story plays out. 100%, yeah. And hey, by the way, the gravity suit was purple. That's a that's a sick suit. Well, yeah, no, Nothing yeah, but that's the thing. But, the, but no, <laughs> I, oh, but that's, I said purple because I love purple. You know, I'm a Ridley guy. I love purple. You're, well, Ridley. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm gonna, but, you know, but the gravity suit is a purple already. She doesn't pick it up and it's yellow. And she's like, well, I think this would look better purple. It already is purple, right? That that being said, I would, I personally would, I would forego the, the story logic of it and be like ah screw it i want to customize my suit colors but the to be more realistic and i think how it would be better applied i do think like let's you know keep the upgrades whatever color they're going to be so that way it's more distinguishable it's a little more consistent that way but let players augment certain smaller parts of it to give it their own unique feel um assuming too that this next 2d metroid is the long-awaited sequel Mm. to metroid fusion um I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, at the end of Fusion, like, we're basically stuck in the Fusion suit. Like, that's where Samus is at, the suit is saving her life. So, like, I think we have some some room to play, too, with, um, you know, that suit and maybe customizing it a little bit. Because it's not necessarily, like, the previous suits that we've had before. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I, I don't think they ever got an official name for it. The Omega suit, I guess, right? She absorbs the SAX. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you could definitely do something with that because the SAX, like, is this kind of amorphous thing that she absorbs maybe she'll be able to like amorphously change her suit you know you know yeah that's that's definitely a possibility i actually never really thought about that that's a good point um, you know that, <laughs> neither did i actually still right now that is, yeah that's that is actually cool. a good idea they should do that i'd be down for that so here's here's something that i think that um would be a, not necessarily an evolution but like something that i think like the next 2d metroid should really really lean into and that's like shine sparking mm-hmm. and making use of that function because like really in every Metroid game, like, you you don't necessarily use it a whole lot. Like, you, you kind of use it, but peripherally, like, on the like sides. Like, times. you're using it, you're using it really if you want to get, like, 100% items or something yeah. like that, you know? Like, you're not necessarily using it because you need to use it in story. I think, like, so that that is something that you can only do in 2D Metroid. And I think, like, if we're going to continue and have, like, classic Metroid and 
Metroid Prime. Classic Metroid needs to focus on the stuff that only it can do. Like, we've seen the screw attack in Metroid Prime and it sucked. Like, so let's just keep that over and let's do that wonderfully in 2D Metroid. Same thing with Shine Sparking. Like, let's let's just take those strengths that we had in 2D and really, like, really lean into them and make them, you know, like, if you want to... If you want to feel like an invincible god slicing through all these enemies with the screw attack, you got to play classic 2D Metroid to do that. Versus kind of like, kind of like we said on our Metroid Prime Four episode, like kind of do it half-assedly in in you know the 3D games. So I think that you got to lean into like your strengths and really like make them part of the experience rather than like just like you can kind of learn how to shine spark if you want to get 100% of the items, but if you don't want to learn how to shine spark, that's no big deal either. I say like go for it like make it a thing like because it takes such skill to do that and i think like you know classic 2d metroid in order to succeed it's got to it's got to be just like this fantastic game and i think that like you want to attract skilled players to that so that's that's something that i think that it should kind of like lean into and just emphasize i guess what do you think about that i i definitely agree with that i i love the shine spark i think it's really cool it's one of my favorite things samus can do and it's a it's like a scary thing she can do so i think she should be able to like destroy more environments with it i would love to see like more destructible stuff with her just being able to just absolutely demolish stuff i think it's really cool and i do agree yeah what like each metroid does specifically should be leaned more into which is why i've always felt that like the grapple beam for example should be used way more in the metroid prime games and like in metroid prime 3 they did a little more with it but with 2d you know yeah the shine spark the screw attack are make a lot more sense in that 2d plane they should really really play more with it because like the screw attack too has really always been an item that's kind of like that very late game like oh wow i'm like overpowered already i'm just gonna literally slice through you like melted butter and with a hot knife like you know at that point it's almost like you know it's a little much when you have it and then when you do have it it's 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 crazy i would like to see them kind of play with that more and make it like integrate it maybe earlier into the game or, or i don't know change it up because i feel like it's used every, the same every single time and i feel the same way with the shine spark as well like yeah if you're not going for it 100 percent, you kind of use it in like a few segments of the game and only really those segments and they aren't really anything huge so yeah i 100 percent agree with that they and and i kind of t- touched on that earlier where i would like to see them do more with what samus can do outside of just shooting her arm cannon right and I think that's why, you know, stuff like the melee counter using more with the shine spark and the screw attack have a place in, in more modern Metroid games because, again, it makes the gameplay a little more diverse and more dynamic. And Samus is capable of more than just shooting her arm cannon anyway. Um, I would love to see, like, maybe uh, she could hold multiple charges of the shine spark, you know, maybe than just one. She could hold, like, multiple. Oh, that would be I think cool. That'd be cool. Like, maybe up to, like, two or three or something like that. So she could do, like, a little combo of them um oh man you know, that, that would be maybe. awesome you could just do so much puzzles. exactly like the, the, the world is open if you have exactly. that exactly that alone would open up so many doors um you know so stuff like that 100 percent think they should do more i think that'd be really cool so yeah i agree oh man that that is awesome i love that idea that's that's fantastic yeah. um yeah that's great here's here's kind of an idea that i had and uh i don't know maybe we should maybe we should even save it and talk about it long form you can tell me after i kind of pitch you on my idea here okay. but I was watching um, the the Zelda Dungeon mini marathon the other day, and I was I was doing commentary for Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds. Okay. And in that game, you have access to every item immediately right off the bat. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what if Metroid were to do something similar? Let's say that in your ship, you have all of your different beams, you have your grapple, you have your space jump, you have all this stuff immediately. But the catch is is that maybe, I don't know, maybe your suit is messed up and you only have, you can only hold like one or two of those at a time. So like you kind of got to pick and choose which one you want to go to. You can, you can like equipped, let's say two of them to start and like you can, you can change and equipped and whatever. And like when you defeat a boss, instead of getting one of these power-ups, you get like an extra item slot or something along those lines. So like eventually you can have your full roster, but it, you kind of got to be a little bit more strategic about what you're bringing and where you're bringing it. I thought that that might be kind of cool. What do you think? Hmm. Hmm. At first thought, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Uh, for one thing, I don't really like um, 
the thought of like oh her suit is randomly malfunctioning so that the, that way this makes sense because that's like one thing that happens in other metro games the difference though is that when that happens she does have to start up from scratch and and build her way up this is kind of like it's like an other m where adam doesn't let you use your suit stuff or like run let you run through a volcano even though you have the ability to use the various suit and he's just not letting you that seems like the kind of the same thing where it's like, oh, well, you do have these features, but uh, the Wi-Fi is not good here, so I can't reach the ship. Oh, sorry, dude. Like, uh, well, well, hold on, hold on. There, like, there's, there's not a whole lot of difference between that and like the Emperor Ing stealing all your but abilities. The, okay, but the, the difference the there is that once they're stolen, she, it's not like the Ings are, are. It's not like the they like deactivated them and she can't only access one or two at a time you know like they took all of them and she literally doesn't have them so lot so in story it makes a lot more sense like she was literally like same thing in the beginning of metroid prime like her suit gets electrocuted it's not like oh now i can only use my grapple beam and my power bomb if i choose for the next you know it's she lost everything and she has to start from scratch so that i'm okay with because in the story it's like a big major event that gets things going Honestly, I think if we're starting from Metroid Fusion, I don't think she should lose anything at all. She should be super powered at the beginning of the game, I think. Make everything else way stronger and make her have to upgrade all of what she already has. I would love to see Samus start at full power and just run and have crazier strong enemies and have crazier upgrades she could have and, and upgrade what she already has instead of, you know, the same, oh, Samus starting a new game. Uh, I wonder how long I'm going to have these missiles for. It's only going to be 10 minutes, I'm sure, before I lose them. You know, I would I would love a different approach to that because I, if, at, at the end of the day, like I think that is another evolution that Metroid could really go through is not having the same old like, um, like lack of access to abilities. Um, I would love for her to have what she has, give her her base, you know, let her have access to stuff, and then give her new stuff or upgrades to new things that we haven't seen before. I don't want to have to lose all this stuff to get access to it again it feels it feels um old i guess you know like if i were to play the new metroid game and like i got into it and i and i played the first mission and then like all of a sudden i lost my stuff but then my ship's following me around and say well you can use grapple beam and your missiles it's all good but it's only these two you can only use two at a time be like screw this man i just let me let me just attack the world you know and i feel like metroid prime 5 is the perfect uh place to do that because it, like it, it's it's like a, a snow a big huge boulder at the edge of a cliff that's literally what it is i want to see everything just explode and i would hate to like the game to be slowed down because i'm into this crazy adventure that's been set up by the end of metroid profusion but oh no samus lost everything we got to collect everything again if she's gonna collect stuff at least let me have access to all of her stuff let her have that freedom and if you're gonna bar me from later parts of the game like usual metro games do make it so that i have to get new stuff or new upgrades to things i have rather than recollecting the stuff i've already gotten in the previous however many games that's how i feel i hate that you poo-pooed my idea like that <laughs> but uh i'm i'm not gonna argue with you for now i'm gonna save that for a full okay. episode and i'm gonna i'm gonna make you see the merits of this idea I, you know, yeah you know yeah. what all right i'm with you 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 do have a you do have a point like if you're if you're rethinking the conventions of 2d metroid um, and, and really Metroid in general, mm -hmm. it is kind of tired to have, like, you have to collect missiles or you have exactly. to collect the bombs yeah. or you have to collect the morph ball. So I can, I, I would probably be down if you told me like, okay, we're going to start off with missiles, the grapple beam, um, the morph ball, uh, bombs, um, like all that kind of like the standard stuff. And like, maybe you just need all these different beams or like the specialized bombs or stuff like that. I, I would well, be, I would be fully down Let's think about with it like idea. specifically, like at the end of Metroid fusion, what does she have? Like she has pretty much like she has her screw attack. She has shine spark. She has the fusion missiles. She has the, all her beams, all that stuff. But like she could still get different mm -hmm. kinds of visors. She could get new kinds of missiles. She could do uh, get new kinds of bombs like you were talking about. More charges on her shine spark right. and all that, right? She doesn't have to lose anything, but there's still so much more room for her to get stuff at the end of story uh, at the end of the story of Metro Fusion and onward. So that's what I, that's how I'm thinking of it because I 100% with you. I don't want to have to recollect my grapple beam, reget my missiles, reget basic bombs, not even power bombs, basic bombs. Stuff like that, I think, is really, like, I think we're beyond that in terms of Metro games. Start off Samus at her, at, her, at her strength she is at the end of Metro Fusion and get to even higher heights. And, you know, really, like, I think things need to be ramped up a little bit. I think we need to turn it up to 11, right? It goes to 10. Let's turn it up to 11. I think that's where we need to be right now. You know, I, I think the only one that I would have a problem with is if, if Samus started the game with a space jump, 
or the screw attack, that would that wouldn't feel right to me um, because that's traditionally it's just like that's your that's like your final weapon. Like your we're final talking about upgrade, evolution right? Like, right here. We're not talking about tradition. We're talking about evolution. I, you know what I'm saying? I know. It's, like think about this. You just, start. It's a fine you line. You start your screw attack, but maybe you get to a planet where it doesn't matter. You can't screw attack stuff, or like there's only specific enemies you can screw attack with stuff like that. I feel like that's that's what I would love to see. Let's start with the basic screw attack. How can you make it evolve? Maybe I get a bigger screw attack later, or a faster one, or one that goes through specific enemies or certain walls or something like that. I'd rather. I'd rather them iterate on it than take it away from me just to give it back to me in the same fashion I already had it. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's kind of what we had. Yeah, to I, get I get what you're saying. I just uh, like, I, something. I, it's actually not the screw attack. It's the space jump and just being able to like continually jump and stuff like. Yeah, I, okay. I think that that would be I, weird, especially at like the start of a new game. All right, I, I, if you I, can I, just literally jump anywhere you want. All right, I think I do think they could come up with a way to make it not crazy like dumb in the beginning just having access to everything but i i'm with you there maybe like yeah i'm okay if they maybe like limited some things but i just don't want the whole short circuit of losing everything or being able to access only one or two things but yes like yeah, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm it with was you. like yeah i can't space jump but i have you know okay that's fair I'm, that's reasonable i'm with you there i i think that like i mean really like if you have the proper story you can explain anything right, right? Yeah. so like you can you can really make it what you want but uh, yeah I, I don't know i i get what you're saying that the only thing I don't know. That seems sacrilegious to me to start with a screw attack and space But how jump. sick would it be, Missiles, man? grapple. How sick, though? Like, imagine, like, I think of it this way. You had all, you have your whole toolkit, right? And you're, it's like, you, you feel like you're at the end of the of a game, right? And you're super powered and you're destroying stuff. And you're like, wow, like, this is great. I'm destroying, like, I'm so strong. And then the game hits you with, like, a crazy strong enemy or something that, like, completely, like, like flips you, like, upside down, right? And now you're like, wow. What I think is an end game toolkit for samus isn't even good against this thing what am i what do i need to get to beat it that's that's what excites me for a new metro game not like damn i have to get the screw attack at the end of the game again you know I, if they change the screw attack to like a beginning of the game kind of item i like wow i would love to see how they could approach it that way it would completely retool how i th uh, think about this item in metroid overall that's the kind of thing i think metroid needs though i am with you that yeah it is kind of hard to think of it that way i think that's exactly what metroid should do to real like completely just let's just make samus like what she is in the beginning of the end of metro fusion and iterate on what they have all right okay well, i'm not i ain't arguing i you know if you would have told me that there would be no dungeons in breath of the wild or like these kind of four flimsy dungeons i would have also said that that was sacrilege but mm -hmm. you know i think that ended up pretty good um so obviously we're kind of anticipating that Potentially, the next Metroid is going to be the sequel to Fusion. Um, I, I think that that's probably the direction that it should go. I We had written down here, should the sequel to Fusion be 2D or 3D? I think absolutely needs to be 2D and like a direct continuation of that. I think there's there's like a lot of room that you could, like you could set the story inside of, let's say the, I don't know, the Galactic Federation headquarters or something like that. And it's this huge labyrinth or whatever. There's lots of room that you could go, but I, I definitely think that it should be 2D and, like, a continuation of that story for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, your thoughts? I, I mean, I have, yeah. I have I have so many story ideas. So, I mean, that could be its own episode. I could go on and on about all the things I would And, and that will yeah. be its own episode, actually. I'd love to talk about what I think they should do story-wise because that's something I've loved to talk about for the past <laughs> – 20 years however long it's been right god 20, um you yeah know, 19, 20 years 18 19 years whatever it is right so um yeah i do think that the the story would be really cool but um you know part of me because i love metroid prime and there's always gonna be that like selfish part of me that's like ah oh, it would it would be beautiful in 3d though it would be so amazing i'd love to see these characters and 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 plot points come to life in 3d but I think they could still do that with really like well done cinematics and cutscenes yeah. and stuff like that in a two D space, and especially on the Switch, which really makes thing everything pop and look look good. Um, yeah, I do think it yeah, should be. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think that three D is inherently better looking than than two D. If you do two D correctly, it can look. I think I think I mean, for fantastic. me, it's more like. 3D will always be more immersive to me. And I would be like, wow, I'd love to see where the story goes through, like, my own eyes in that kind of way. Um, but, again, right. that's, like, the smaller vocal minority selfish part of me. I do think overall, yeah, it should be in 2D. Give it – but they really got to go all in on it. They got to, like, take – make uh, yeah, it look serious. Like, they have make to make it look, it look really fantastic. good and, and, and awesome. And I think they can do that. I think they – I think they probably know that's where they got to go with it. I think it's possible too, and especially on the Switch, that's where they would do it. 
So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's definitely going to be 2D. I really don't see them ever, like, I just fundamentally I don't think they'll ever, like, kind of, like, you know, cross the streams in that kind of way. You know, I don't think they'll really make, like, the mainline series, like, an FPS. They kind of, other M kind of, you know, te we don't like to talk about that one. Um, but, like, the main 2D games kind of stick 2D and the 3D stay 3D. And I think that's how it should probably stay. That being said, again, I'd love to see the story really in that immersive FPS kind of way because that's the kind of game I really like, too. But, yes, 2D Metroid, I think there's so many things they could do in, like, a 2.5D, like, gameplay thing, you know, in terms of how it would look, like, in-game. And then, like, they could do some really cool cinematics both in and out of game as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we're both on the consensus that it should be 2D and that's where it should stay at least that part of the story so <clears throat> yeah i agree it's uh for me the uh, you know it, i'm a, i'm immersed if it's a good story and it's like atmospheric so to me it doesn't matter if it's 2d 3d 2.5d yeah. 4d well it's, it's not like I mean? a 2d like, game won't immerse it. me because i'm 100 percent. i mean yeah. metroid fusion i think is very immersive i'm sucked into that game i i love when i play that game i guess it's it's more of like uh it's just a different i like i will i would i just part of me was like damn i would love to like traverse this from a first person perspective as well you know i, I wish i wish we could get metroid games that could be played 2d and fps like i could switch back you know like i could like if you're playing like uh the like yeah it's called other m no 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 not that one not no <laughs> done right like you know how like if you play like hey uh, be careful what you wish for buddy <laughs> it's uh, other m man it was, it's not a bad it wasn't a bad idea other other m too it wasn't a bad idea it, it kind of was but it wasn't like they could have done it better was it was idea. a bad idea but um you know i was thinking like how if you play like the the halo anniversary halo one anniversary you could switch between like the old graphics and the new graphics and stuff like just give me a button where i can or like paper mario or super paper mario you could go from like 2d to like the 3d i don't know I, I, that's that's a, a dream that'll never happen. But yeah, I think the the right decision. I'm sure everyone would agree. Keep it 2D, and I think there's a lot of great stuff they could do with that. Uh, I 100% agree, and uh, I think that we came up with a lot of great stuff that 2D Metroid could do to kind of continue its evolution and really, you know, be once again the the flag bearer, the standard bearer for uh, 2D Metroidvania style games. Um, Deck, I think we came up with some pretty good stuff. I think I say this at the end of most shows, but man, Nintendo should hire us. Hey, man, let's. I think it could happen. I think one day we'll be uh, we'll be directing <laughs> a great Metroid game or something cool, and I can't wait for that because I know. I mean, so far, if if someone listened to all the ideas on on here, I think they'd have one hell of a Metroid game. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I I am 100% in agreement. Uh, we hoped that you guys thought that this was one hell of a Metroid show. Um, of course, we are going to be delivering a bonus show answering all of your guys' metric questions. So by the time you're listening to this, you probably have about a day to get your metric questions in. Hit us up over on Twitter at Omega Metric Pod or individually. I am at Spateri316 and Dak is at the Rapture underscore. Uh, that's going to do it for us uh, for this week. Uh, it felt great to talk about some 2D Metroid, and I hope that we see some of these ideas implemented sooner rather than later. Um, in the meantime, we want you to check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify now. Uh, like, subscribe, tell a Metroid fan in your life where they can get their Metroid fix. Uh, we're doing it every week, so we got different ideas every week. If you've got uh, like suggestions for show topics, man... Let us know because we uh, we got a lot of good ideas from this uh, from this fan questionnaire that we're gonna implement into the show. So um, again, make sure that you hit us up. Um, that's it for this week. We hope that all you guys out there are staying safe, staying healthy, and uh, Dak. We will see everybody next week. It was a good chatting with you. You too, man. See everyone next time.